0: as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references, it's time for Roll for Combat.
1: Hey there, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's show, The boys prepare for their trip to Ookalum, and that means shopping spree. Also, I give some more information about the free trip to PaizoCon. Just a little bit of a heads up. Next week, you guys can finally enter. It'll be the last time I ask a question of you, and we'll have everything ready, and you can start entering. And then we're going to pick a winner by the end of the month. So, a few things, and then we'll get right into the show. So remember last week I said we were going to have a special interview this week? Well, I'm actually going to push it to next week, but I'll tell you all about it. I met with the Order of the Amber Die. If you don't know who they are, look them up. You've probably heard of them. They've been featured on the Paizo blog. Basically, they're a gaming group that's been around since 1987, and they play games, basically D&D and Pathfinder. But what makes them unique is when they play, they play. What they do is they usually get together and they play like for four or five days straight. They barely eat, they barely sleep, and when they play, they play like 20 hours a day. So by the fifth day they're like completely fried. They play Pathfinder Adventure Paths and they usually play one module in about four days. Anyhow, They are playing the Ruins of Aslanth, and they are up to Module 3, and they had their annual meeting this weekend, and I went over to go see them, hang out with them, check out their lair, and interview them, and they are awesome. They're actually amazingly similar to our group, which is actually one of the reasons I always wanted to meet with them. I can never quite get it together because I was always away when they were meeting because it's usually during the holidays. But this time, I was finally able to meet with them. And they are in New Jersey, which is very close to where I am. So I just went over there, checked it out, did a cool interview. Actually, it was really long. I'm going to probably break it up into multiple parts. And I will have that on next week's show. They're a real fascinating group as... They're kind of the type of guys that if you ever wanted to live your life and play just D&D and Pathfinder and sort of have your entire house decorated like that, well, these guys do that. It's awesome. Also this week for the GM tip, I got inspired by The Order of the Amber Die, and my GM tip is going to be how to keep your game going, because we've managed to play just as long as they have, and it's not easy. It's work. So I'm going to give some tips on how to keep your game going and not have it die out so you guys can keep on playing. Also, I wanted to give a shout out to Jason who writes our Talking Combat. If you don't check that on the website, please do. It's every Thursday, Jason does a recap of each episode and his recaps are fantastic. And last week I had a recap, sorry, my GM tip was about NPCs and how people play them. And I kind of ran a little bit out of steam when I was talking about it. I didn't quite cover everything I wanted to cover, But Jason sort of filled in the gaps, and he wrote an amazing Talking Combat where he talks about... I talk about the great benefits of having players play NPCs, and he talks about the pitfalls. So it sort of was like rounding out what I spoke about. So definitely check that out. Also this week, we are going to be filming our first episode of Roll for Combat, Starfinder Society. It's going to be the same group as last week. It's the normal role for Combat Crew, plus Rob Tremarco and Jason Keeley. And I will tell you, I got all their characters as I was putting it into the program, and they are playing very different characters in Starfinder Society. In fact, I'd say Chris Beamer, he looks like he might be trying to break the game. Or rather, it looks like he went nuts and took a Pathfinder character and tried to fit it into Starfinder. It's going to be pretty weird. Plus, Bob has another wacko character, and Jason went in a different direction, we'll say that. John, John actually is playing a similar character to Mo, so yeah, he likes to play him big and stupid, so this one is going to be similar, but different. Anyhow, we're going to be recording that this week, and then in a few weeks, I'll be posting that episode. For those of you who are regular listeners, you don't need to do anything. It's just going to be part of this podcast feed, and you can just hear it. That's right. You just keep on listening, and voila, it's going to just show up one day magically, and you too can listen to us play Starfinder Society. I expect to do this every couple of weeks, and we're going to go through some of the more popular modules and play through the Scoured Stars campaign as well. But with that, let's get into this week's show. So last we left off, you guys managed to intimidate poor little Thomas Ang, and he spilled his guts and told you everything there was to know about everything. The two detectives helped out quite a bit. And now you know that Solstarni seemed to be kidnapped and you have to chase and find her wherever she ended up. You guys still have a little bit to go. You still have to maybe check out the Port Authority, go back to the university, talk to the professors there. You guys might want to get some equipment if you're going to be going on a prolonged journey. But it looks like you guys are starting to wrap things up here and starting the next part of the adventure.
0: Yeah, don't forget we picked up a new robot, too. John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier Mo Dupinsky. Oh, that's right. You got the Stitch
1: Spider, which is a horrific, I mean, a wonderful piece of technology that will both heal you and sicken you at the same time. <laughs> You're going to love it. Actually, who is going gonna to take the Spider?
0: Oh, Hiroji will volunteer to be an experimental subject. Chris Beamer is playing the Lashunta operative Hiroji.
1: Um,
2: it's one bulk. We have a spider guy, don't we? Or a robot guy?
0: Well, don't a
3: robot we? guy. That's what I was thinking.
0: Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy Rusty Carter.
4: Yeah, Tuttle. Well, right. it's, that's that is irrelevant. It's it's a matter of who's going to take the most damage. You think?
3: I, I I've I've been thinking about it, and I've decided Hiroji doesn't need any more loot for a long, long time. So It's that's
4: not fine. so much the yeah. loot. It's yeah. like I so see to good. take a lot of damage. But I think then, we all agree about so that. So does
2: Moe also yeah. actually take a lot of damage. Well, is, first of all, it, the thing looks like it can just follow behind us.
1: I don't it know It doesn't why. follow behind you. It goes on your body. I'll recap oh. the Stitch Spider since we did it at the very end of the I session. I thought it was cat-sized. Yeah, no, let me, let me go through. It's basically a small robot It's bulbous and the size of your fist and it has eight spider long spindly legs and it weighs one bulk and what you do is you actually put it on your body and it'll crawl all over your body looking for wounds and then it will start healing them by injecting you and stitching you up with its venom, its healing venom. It will restore 2d8 hit points, but it does take one minute and it does consume one of the item's charges. In addition, you will receive a bonus to saving throws against diseases and poisons for the next hour because the venom is healing you. However, the venom can make you sick and you will have to do a save every time you are healed to make sure there are no nasty side effects. It has 20 charges, so it's kind of like a wand. Oh, that's great. you can only use five charges per day. So it can be used five times per day, 20 times total. And it takes a minute, so it's not something you can use in combat. And it weighs one bulk.
2: Well, I mean, it's, okay, it, I don't think it's, it's probably irrelevant who carries it. Although Mo has uh, um, room, I, I can actually carry three more bulk without even worrying about it. So Yeah, that sounds good. Um, I
1: I also have two bulk worth of capacity. I mean, okay. if you want to be a little, travel a little lighter, it's up to, I, don't, I don't care one way or the other.
0: Jason McDonald is playing the Soki mechanic, Tuttle Blacktail, and his drone, Cheddar. Um, I don't, I kind of like you being the robot herder. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I kind of like,
1: my bailiwick. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I kind of like that. Um, Even though Mo is probably going to be crying for it before anyone else, so... uh uh, but I, uh,
1: yeah, let's put it on
4: top. Why don't yeah. I carry it for now? Yeah, I'm definitely. Perhaps you can reverse engineer it. Ooh. <laughs> a... Now that's interesting. That would be awesome.
1: Actually, you could try. Could oh, you The other. other... Go
4: ahead.
1: Well, yeah. The other thing that would maybe make it worth me carrying is I have that USB charging port on my armor. Could I potentially recharge it that way? It cannot be recharged. It has oh, a. Okay, built-in... I misunderstood. Yeah, well, this is how it works. It is experimental hybrid item, which means it's part technology and part magic. It has a reservoir inside of it of the healing serum, so it will eventually run out. So even if you manage to figure out a way to recharge it, it will run out of magic and it will run out of serum. So it's it's basically a technology version of a wand,
4: if you will. It's really good, actually.
1: And Jason wrote it just
4: for you guys that's awesome it's yeah, a,
2: actually it's can really you paste item. that on uh, the 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 website i mean that'd be kind of cool for fans to actually if they want to incorporate that oh definitely their game, yeah, yeah, yeah. frankly that's it's pretty much i mean if it comes from jason that's that's canon you know that that's almost that, that's, almost that's, well we have
1: been doing it as as the items have been coming out If you are listening to us right now, we are publishing and releasing those items for free. So, like, the Loot Box of Wonder by Thirsty was released. I actually made a little booklet, and you can get it downloaded from the RPG Network and also our Discord for free. And I'll do the same thing with the Stitch Spider. I'm actually going to do the same thing with the Goblin Grenades. And anything else that's created for us, I'm going to make sure it's released and people can use. Am I allowed to feel like my talking combat may have played a slight role since I mentioned that the lack of a wand was one of the things
0: kind of <laughs> holding us back?
1: There you go. But yes, it was all you. In fact, Jason read it and he says, I read Jason's column, and I said, you know what? I think we need a wand for Starfinder, and he did it. You may actually, you may be being sarcastic, but I choose to believe this.
3: Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I prefer Jason's interpretation. Also, the whispering campaign from all the people who wrote read You talk in combat and wrote their congressman
1: there you go in all seriousness he and i talked a lot and they obviously are coming out with the book of gear in i think july i forgot what it's called like the armory or something um but until then and there's going to be a ton of gear but i said you know like there's just nothing for healing i mean you have like potions and that's it And they really need something. It doesn't have to be a full wand, but you need something in there for, you know, type guys like you who forgo magic. And he agreed and came up with
4: this. That being said, though, if you look at these stats, like I have 21 stamina and 22 hit points. So that is effectively 43 hit points at level three with four resolve points, which can replenish stamina four times. So you're not wrong. a lot of personal healing you're not uh, you're not wrong you're yeah not but wrong. these but monsters not
2: mo. hit for way more they hit for way more and it, it's kind of funny like right now for those of you who are listening uh and following along mo is carrying 20 uh <laughs> uh cure oh, i forget mark, I forget. One, I forget. One, mark one yeah mar- so. the, hero- helium, the helium of yeah i've got 20 of them it's a full bulk worth of weight on uh Uh, Well, Well, you have the bandolier. That's the party. Yeah, that's a bandolier of healing serums. uh, Because, frankly, we were treating them like, you know, uh, like regular Pathfinder where you just get a couple of uh, cure light wounds, you know. Uh, Well, I mean,
1: we've run... Many, many Pathfinder. I mean, you guys know this. We've run many Pathfinder games where there's no magic user, or sorry, no healer, no dedicated healer. You guys just get a couple of wands of cure light wounds, cure medium wounds, and you're done. You're ready to go. And there really isn't anything like that. And also, you keep rolling a one when you heal, and you've been like drinking those things like they're coke. I mean, you're just like popping them pills like it's nothing, and you're you popping three of them and you're healing like you know four hit points. So. You don't remember, kids, friends don't friends don't let friends do drugs, <laughs> unless your mom. Yeah. Sorry, I had to do the public service announcement. <laughs> the more you know.
3: Unless you live in Colorado, Washington, or California, state law applies.
1: Yeah.
2: So, um, did we uh, we looked at the handouts? We also got some handouts uh, last week where there were notes. Um, And the notes made a referral to these uh, monkey bat things that have poisonous stingers. And I was uh, wondering if we have anybody who can deal with the poison.
4: No, of course not.
2: I'm intrigued
4: in field medicine. Oh, that's good. That's actually good. I think Um, that um, Tuttle is as well, maybe.
1: Yeah, that doesn't really help that much. I mean... You guys know what poison and diseases do? This is all I know. When I was talking to the Paizo devs, they said, quote, Oh, if you think diseases are bad, why don't you see poisons? Unquote. And we saw how bad diseases were. So that's what I'm going to say on that.
2: Well, a tier one uh, medicine is 150 credits. Um...
1: Can you tell me how many credits uh, Hiroji has? Hiroji has 720 credits. Rusty has 1,099. Mo has yep. 183. And I Puddle do. Has 366. Yeah, you guys found you got 700 credits from uh, Maholi after you helped out. And that I split throughout the party. So you each got an extra 175 credits.
2: So. Okay. So with that said, uh, when we go shopping, and I don't know if you want to deal with this now, I want to buy an antitoxin for
1: 150. Well, why don't you guys maybe talk to everyone and figure out what the game plan is and then figure out what you want to do
3: when
0: you're a shopping spree.
3: When you say talk to everyone, um, I'm pretty sure we know what our game plan is. We're taking ship to the Formorian uh, continent and we're going to go looking for this woman who took away all the information, but also we want to find out information about this lost pyramid of the ancient elves. Is that all correct?
2: Uh, we have some things to do before we get there, but yeah, that's Let's the direction we're Let's list them so we headed. can do
3: them in under 10 minutes. Huh? Let's list them so we can do them in under 10 minutes. Okay, so
4: first, <laughs> stage one, go to Mulholly, tell her what, our plan, what we found out and what our plan is. Stage two, contact Pathfinder Society, let them know, say, look, this could be interesting, like you should uh, sanction this and... Uh, because they're going to be in our, this is right up their alley to like go to, to yeah, ancient definitely. ruins and Yeah, they might have blah, some blah, intel blah. too. Yeah, and not everyone gets access with visas because they're hard to come by and we have our
3: police friends who are hooking us up. So those are the two I steps. They have already hooked us up, I believe. So.
1: Yep, they're going to hook you guys up and when you go to the Quabarth um, Port Authority, your visas will be waiting for you. All
2: then. right, uh, two of us. And to- we are also going to the Port Authority. Why? On the way there.
1: That is where the elf gate is, and that is the only way to get to the. Okay, so that's
2: basically the last step. Yeah, so that's just the journey. Okay, uh,
3: Okay.
1: Mahali, we go to
3: Mahali. We tell her we're going to the other continent.
4: Now, Rusty, um,
3: Ukalam, I've got the name. We're we're
4: we're 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 heading into the you know, we're going to be heading into uh, this is my (laughs) home world. We're going to be heading into very rough territory, the jungle. You know, they're not going to be able to have your two PM tea time and your. Fancy wait, clothes what? and what? Yeah, I mean you're going, you're going, yeah, you're going uh, in the yeah. jungle. So He's plenty fancy. Wait, 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 wait.
3: We're going on safari. I assume that we're going to actually have a, a staff of of very kindly people. Porters, porters. Compar- yes, porters. No. Right?
4: <laughs> no. Uh, you're gonna have to. Whoa, whoa,
3: whoa! Too. Now this changes everything. I figured you might need to know this. C- can we hire for some porters,
4: minions? Well, let's talk to Mahali and see what she has to say first. No, maybe, get, the, maybe the society
2: will help hook us up. See what we can get for free first.
1: <laughs> okay, so the police drive you back to the university, drop you off. They thank you for your service and want you guys to check in with them when you come back. Um, they're very interested to find out and follow up on what happened to Soul Starny. And they also say that the visas will be waiting for you at the port authority when you're ready to go chase after her. And you, poof, you're here. You're in front of Mahali. She looks at you and says, "Ah, oh, I'm I'm glad you're here. Um, tell me, what did you find out?" We tell her.
2: I forget what we found out. Um,
3: uh, we have found out that the woman we've been looking for, the professor here, has obviously been kidnapped by persons unknown, and all of her information, as well as the lost information about this, uh, pir- this uh, the pyramid people of Ukulam has been taken
2: by a group that
3: is trying to get to the pyramid ahead of us. Yeah, <gasps> there were 15...
2: Um... I'm the only one following the plot, aren't I? There were also 15 well, um, people uh, on camera like registered to to, to, to uh, boy where where did we get 15 people there
4: was a there was a large group that was leaving to the site that she was supposed to go on sabbatical to the, in, uh, the informant the informant, informant with, okay, that's right number 15 right including her who looked drugged or in bad shape was being forced to go with them sure to for her knowledge of the area something is amiss
1: she eh, well
3: there's another party
1: yeah she looks at you horrified she's like she's like i i i can't believe this she's kidnapped why why would they kidnap her who who are these people and how did they get visas to Ukalam? that's that is restricted area very it's she's just very confused she's very confused and she's like of course of course the university must take care of their own she looks up at you and says i know this is asking a lot but could you, could you go get her? Can you, can you find her and bring her back? Of course, we will we'll give you a stipend to, to help you on your journey. And um, I also, I think I have something else upstairs that could help you. Um, is, is, that, is that okay? Are we asking too much of you?
3: Rusty, what do you think that's absolutely fine also we're gonna need some research assistance. seniors would be best, but we'll settle for freshmen and sophomores yeah yeah,
1: definitely some interns uh she seems confused it's like this is a extremely dangerous journey, and uh
2: yeah
3: yeah
1: you're gonna oh, you're gonna yeah. need uh, at most support. Maybe yeah, perhaps right. um, a translator, but in terms of support um yeah they you only have four visas and we we can't get any more so i might be able to swing one more for a translator or a support of staff of some sort but that's that's all we can that's all we can swing okay at least a grad student
3: make sure okay yeah then we're going to need a grad student and one that knows how to cook and clean so <laughs>
1: tuttle tuttle's actually impressed by rusty's knowledge of academia <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, that is true. Uh, roll a bluff. <laughs> uh, well, she says she's going to give us something. Uh, we're not going to yeah, stop her from doing that, that's for sure.
1: She she says, she says yes, yes, I was going through the office, Solstarni's office, and she digs through some uh, papers, and she pulls out a book, and she says, here, I, I think this will help you and she hands you a sort of very worn, very dog-eared notebook.
2: Mo looks disappointed.
1: Well, it actually appears to be research notes similar to the ones that you have already, except these have more notes on them and seem to be handwritten from Zahn himself. Mm. And in fact flipping through it this is sort of his own personal account it's extremely disjointed and it looks like it was kind of torn it looks like someone actually tore it in pieces not in pieces but some of the binding came off so maybe she took some of this or was trying to take it in a hurry where something happened to it but this actually has notes of the journey itself which would be useful in the jungle this is more of a, you know, this isn't something I'm going to show you in game, but it's more of a useful in game item that would help you when you're journeying through the jungle and trying to figure out your way through uh, Ukulon. So it's got like uh, maps and uh, like, like yeah, it basically of is the unpublished items from the book that you have, The Pyramid People, that sort of details more of the actual travel and the journey he took to get to the Lost City. It's like the journal that Indiana
2: Jones' dad made for his trip. Well, can we read it, or is it something that needs to be translated?
1: No, you can read it. It's uh, it's in common. and You wouldn't be stupid enough to
4: carry that journal right to the enemy and have it on your person, would you? <laughs>
1: right. So, anyhow, it does detail how he journeyed to find the forsaken city. And that is actually the same city that he dictates in the pyramid people if you remember
2: that's great that's tuttle's first uh treasure that's his first item Grats, drop Tuttle.
1: in addition she says i'm gonna wire you a stipend of 2500 credits for you to do with you as you will in addition it looks like Professor, uh, uh, Professor Solstarney won't be using her Tempweave, Lashunta Tempweave basic suit. It is it is made for a Kasatha and has four arms, but you can just tie two of those arms around your waist, and one of you should be able to use it if you <laughs> wish. What,
4: what is it? What is it
1: called? Shockweave. It's what you have. You have it is a Lashunta Tempweave basic yeah. uh, armor. So I, think- I have Astex two, I think, All right. Uh, I don't know, I thought that's what you have, but anyhow, it's a light armor. it's pretty good, but you said it's light armor, so yeah, it's
4: light armor, but well, we'll take it because maybe if we find her, we can give
2: it
1: back to her. That's true too. It is owned by the university, and it only is one it's only light bulk, so it's easy to carry around um, so she says, you know, of course, if you're gonna be going to Ukulam, I strongly suggest that you get some supplies. Such as, oh, I don't know, anti-venom, anti-toxins, anti-disease. It's uh it's a jungle out there. Yeah. Alright. I salute your dad joke kung fu on that one. Hey, hey, hey. Uh
3: also, if we're successful, how are we on honorary degrees from the university?
1: Hmm. Honorary degrees? Perhaps you guys are minor celebrities. We'll see. I believe the athletics department is giving out some Monterey degrees. Uh,
0: that's
2: the kind we were hoping uh, for. All right. No, no, that's the kind maybe the Vesque is hoping for. But I'm a degree in whoop ass, so that's what I'm talking uh, about.
3: I'm thinking archaeology and anthrop- archaeology and anthropology.
1: We also have an excellent hotel management department. What yeah, so management? hotel management and refreshment management, you can Ah. get a degree in there as well. Nice, I like that. That is worthless.
3: Uh, I'm thinking archaeology and anthropology.
1: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, if you manage to make it all the way to the Forsaken City, find a professor and come back, you too can publish a journal and become esteemed in academia and earn no money. Been there, done that. Okay, so, great. So with that, let me ask, um, do any of you speak Elvin?
3: Ooh. God, no. why, would, why would anyone want to speak? No. no, no, I'm not.
2: They should speak our language.
1: Oh, well, actually, she's pretty pissed when you say that. She's like, really? Really, Mo? Yeah, that's the way it works. Anyhow. You know where you are going um elvish is the predominant language and it probably would be useful if one of you could speak elvish so you could actually understand what you find
3: well why don't you make sure the translator also speaks elvish
1: Hmm. okay i'll see what i can do about that let me yes. see if anyone is crazy i mean interested in joining you i'd like to point out i have seven languages other than common and none of them are elvish
2: <laughs> wow! <laughs> well, just raise your voice. I have more lang- three languages. Well, I
1: took all the. I took all like the sort of the sci-fi ones. I didn't take any of the old, the old school. Yeah. Pathfinder races. I do speak Castrovillian though. Oh, nice. That'll so, come in handy. Just just speak loud and just speak loudly,
2: and they'll understand what you're saying.
1: So with that, she wires the money to your account. She can give you the, the weave she'll get you a grad student who can speak elvish and there you go you guys are on a planet you can do whatever you want to get whatever you want and it sounds like you have a plan she could tell you a little bit about that the elf gates actually hiroji knows this because this is where he's from uh, the way it works is the elf gates just teleport you and they can go anywhere the place you're going is one of the old abandoned forts that has sort of a light security troop. And that is the only way to get to the continent. You can't bring your ship. Your ship is going to have to stay here. So whatever you want, you're going to have to bring with you. Do they offer their grad students combat training? No.
2: Eh,
3: give it a gun and, you know, tell them to point it that way.
2: I'll just put them in the front. Can you t- say what that armor
4: is again? Yeah,
1: Lashenta uh, temp weave. Tim basic. Please. basic? Yeah, okay.
4: basic. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to want to wear that right now. All right, well, I think we need to just communicate with the uh, Starfinder Society.
3: Right. Also see if they have any representatives that have some poison, poison and disease-dealing things that they could offer to us.
1: Well, with that... Woolhogs shows up. He's like, "Oh, hey guys, how you doing? Oh, oh, I heard you were here. Oh, oh, I ran across campus as quickly as possible to make sure I could help you all out. Oh, 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 I heard you're going across the continent. That's so exciting. I wish I could go. Do you Can you <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you speak Elvish? Oh. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That sounds that sounds kind of crazy. <laughs> oh, I guess I guess I could go with you. Why? Oh, I do I do speak Elvish, but uh, you know, I have a fear of <laughs> death.
3: Oh, don't worry. Don't worry, please. You just stay right behind Mo and you'll be fine.
2: Everything'll be good. You must do what you feel is right, of course.
1: Oh, well, well, that would make a quite interesting paper. And if I do survive, I, I should be able to get the pick of my choosing. Hmm. Uh, let, let me think about it and, and talk to the professor to see if it would be okay if, uh, if I came with you. Uh, and uh, I promise I'd, I'd always help out and I'd be totally out of the way. And of course, you know, I'm completely useless in a fight, right?
3: that's fine and you know that on, although sadly we can't pay you you're going to get some great experience and really some wonderful references out of this so it'll
2: totally be worth your time yes references
1: oh yes don't worry the society takes well good care of me very good care uh, as does the university and being able to go on an adventure like this ooh I don't know it sounds it sounds so dangerous ah
2: uh, mm. is he a professor no or, or is he a grad student or what? what is he twerp I thought he was a grad student until he said that the university was takes lo- care of him. Yeah, he, so he was a lo- Subway
1: Sandwich artist.
2: <laughs> he was our he local advanced contact student by-
1: of Xenoarchaeology.
2: Wow. He is a grad student. All He's right, cool. Student. Yeah. Wow.
1: They're called look- advanced <laughs> students. <laughs>
3: Actually, I have him as a postdoc student. That's too no that's good that actually means he's doing his postdoctoral dissertation he's actually already a doctor
1: so i posted the credits in the general so if you guys want to figure out anything you might want to get and shopping want to bring because whatever you bring is what you got and you're gonna have to trek through the jungle and yep okay
2: uh let me check who does does any do we any of who has survival as a skill
4: I do not uh, not me I have
2: two ranks of survival no less
4: um I'm on the I'm looking at the equipment and uh, I can recommend a few things
2: actually I also have survival I don't have any ranks in it
1: I have plus three I'm not great at it but I did put one I did somewhere along the line put one rank into it I have to see what survival
2: entails. It actually doesn't say. I have plus say. seven. What's an advanced
4: med kit? I want to look at that.
3: Well, the advanced version of dealing, of dealing with disease and poison areas is a spray flesh. It costs 440 credits.
2: Well, what does that do? Because
3: I can beat that, I think. Well, it's an advanced bi- biotech medical device that sprays... Uh, neurobiomass into a wound or area of concern if you have ranks in medicine it allows you to attempt to check to treat deadly wounds on a creature that's already received its limit of treating deadly wound benefits for the day ah i see it's actually not okay so its point is to actually override
2: the limitations interesting um the antitoxin is only for for poisons i don't see actually anything for diseases um, but it's only 150 credits for Tier 1. I think the mechanic
3: one. is treating diseases and poisons is a treat deadly wound, which means a DC 25 medicine check. You you get a med kit or an advanced med kit to try and treat those.
2: Yeah, we can't right. afford an advanced med kit. Those are really expensive. No, no, but... But a med kit, I think, is 150? 100.
1: 100? Yeah, they're all called afflictions, and I think to simple... simple things. They have them just universally treated using one
3: item. Yep. Uh who has ranks in medicine? I do. You're our healer. I All have right. ranks in everything. So don't you don't should much. have some basic medkits. I do as well. I'm plus eight. On oh, you're a, healer. a
4: little better than me. I'm plus seven. I am taking a long hard look at this advanced med kit though. Dude, that thing is it's more uh, money yeah. than we have. It's pretty expensive. It's not that much more, and we have we have our own personal loot. We can. Have.
2: What? Yeah, that's true. We do have a kitty. What? what how much is the? Uh, what page are you on? I'm on page two nineteen.
4: It is 2,700 credits. I know, but it, ma- but it makes the DC a 20 instead of a 25 and gives you a plus two bonus. So basically, for Tuttle, that's a 50-50 chance that he succeeds instead of a terribly awful number.
2: How many uh, charges
4: is that? Is that just, just for It's just a permanent everything. thing. It's just a, a thing, isn't it? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, yeah it just it's just a You good... know what?
2: I'm I'm in favor of that purchase actually.
3: Well if, if it doesn't have charges, if it's just allows the yeah, checks it's to be not made, perishable, then we're fine. gonna
2: want it.
4: All right. Yeah, I mean the basic med kit, it's still it's just a d de- it allows no, you no, to do you, the you attempt. actually sold yeah, me on the idea. I sold you, okay, good. Yeah. Uh
2: Jason, uh, what do you I... think? Oh, I'm okay with that. Okay, because well, uh, it'll be seven hundred each. Yeah, it's party loot. That's well, I mean, basic. we
4: have twenty-five that she gave us, so that's gone, and then we have to just divide the two hundred by four. So 50, I will
2: you. give fifty. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you guys also want to get anti toxins? They're cheap, one hundred fifty. That gives you plus three uh, for your saving throw. If anybody just stumbles, I think. Uh, like, if I give fifty gold, I don't think I can afford it by myself. Where, where do you see the anti where is what page is that on uh that was on 330 oh shoot I just it's the very top of 332 uh, it's tier it's basically a tier one medicine and a tier one medicine has uh, antitoxin and that's the the one that helps with poisons yeah that's what I figured 332 you said page three no two, 232 I'm sorry 232.
4: It's weird, though. How do you use that? Is that after you take? After your so
2: basically, if you want a, a medicine, like all tier one medicines are 150 each. And it lists the medicines. So that's if you, I think if you miss a save and you have to make another save, that's when you would use the antitoxin.
4: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: It's, yeah, weakened poisons already in your system. How about black lotus? Stygian, the best.
4: I would say 140,000 yeah. credits Black Lotus extract.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, right. Um yeah, I think antitox- just as a safety net cuz we're going to be poisoned. It's going to happen.
3: Uh, how much of only- the antitoxins? It's 150 for each and they're disposable.
2: Yep. Uh yeah, but it's only if somebody misses. Uh so I don't even think we need 4. I think 1 would be fine for the group. Great.
1: All right. Something else to look into, just because we're so anti-magic, you can get the spell amps, which are basically potions. Right. And there's probably a treat disease or something. I mean, I'd have to look, but that is probably almost even better, I think, because that probably cures it, just FYI.
2: Okay, spell ampules. I think they're 150 each also. Uh, No. No, it depends on the level.
1: There, There are two... For level one spell, it's 300. For level two spell, it's 700. But it is a spell.
2: I'm looking for diseases. Remove
3: medical condition spell. Remove condition. It's a mystic spell. Second level. Uh, Spell functions the same way. as lesser, except you remove any one of the follow- Oh, no. Conditions. Frightened, nauseated, shaken, sickened, or staggered. I think actually the one
1: you want is remove affliction. Affliction. Level three. Ah, on the same page. Mm, Lovely.
3: Yeah, that's the one. Uh, Buying a potion of that. How much is that? That's the question.
2: Oh, that's third level. Yeah, we can't even afford that. Well, we don't know that. How much does it cost? Potions were never that expensive in Pathfinder. Okay, a third level spell ampule is 3,000. Okay, I take it back.
4: (laughs) All right, other things, just basics. Does everyone have a backpack?
2: I have an industrial. We all have industrial. Yeah, we
3: we we all have the basics. We don't need that. Do we have a grappler? I I do not have a grappler. No,
2: we we don't need need a grappler, dude. Uh, We might need rope.
4: I have I have rope, but a grappler is you need that. I think.
2: Oh, I can climb. I'm very athletic. Sure, I'm I'm. I think I have a plus. I think ridiculous in, in athletics
4: oh hey we could buy an, have an exploration buggy can we buy? we can buy one
2: <laughs> how much are those thousand <laughs> we want a buggy uh maybe not good in the thick bush yeah i don't think we can deal with disease other well, than the, the,
4: med, the med the med you know medical I, I don't think the
2: advanced thing deals with diseases sure it does uh, yes, it does. Until you
3: can find a rule that tells me otherwise. Okay, we're gonna move wait, on.
1: Wait, what? Just ask me. I'll I'll look it up. What are you guys looking at?
2: Oh wait, no. Treat disease. You're right. Uh, we were talking about whether or
1: not the uh, the med, med kit. No. Yeah, oh, the med, med, med kits. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The med kits are they they simplified it. It's not yeah. like one thing does disease, one thing does poison, one thing. It's just one thing.
2: Yeah, you're right, Chris. That was a good call. I like that idea of getting uh, the advanced. Yeah,
4: yeah, I think it's worth it. It's that's money right. well spent.
2: Uh, however, it's level five. Uh, can we get that on this
3: uh,
1: we're level three? We're cool.
2: You, but
3: in are this. On...
1: Yes, you are, because you are in a major settlement. You okay, on major a settlement. In one of the largest cities, you have no problem getting it here. But you are correct, John. If you were in a minor settlement, you can only get up to level
2: four. Yeah, I got the impression we were in the sticks, you know, so
1: that's why I asked. Well, it's
3: a major university, sure.
1: He was he was trying to rip on Hiroji there, but it went right. By <laughs> him.
3: Oh, 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 the planet is the stakes. <laughs> <laughs> no, Are
2: really...
3: there any major settlements on this planet? Well, to uh, find yeah. major, Claude Hopper.
4: It, this is this is a highly advanced uh,
2: <laughs> warrior look and look scientific well. race. It doesn't I mean, look I'm like a... it by the map. <laughs>
3: Look, I am really impressed. You guys actually have communication devices. You seem to actually have
2: some television. This is really very impressive. I'm very impressed. Right, for you indoor plumbing, too. This is very nice, Reggie. I take back some of what I said. Honestly, I'm pretty impressed.
3: Yeah, This is the shining jewel of the pack world. I'm. Um, it's the shining jewel of this planet, no question.
4: Does everyone have cable line titanium alloy?
2: No. I don't even know what that is. It's a rope. I have some, but maybe not enough. Uh, it's it doesn't even have a, pri- a price. It's five
4: is... five credit for ten feet.
2: Oh, uh, you have one? I, I don't know. How then big we it all have one. There we are. That's all we needed. Get one it's, more it's for Mo. It's the community rope. Yeah, get one
3: more for Mo. That's fine. Let me see we, what I have.
2: Hold on. We don't need two ropes. I
1: mean, sure I have fifty do. feet of
3: it. 50 yeah, that's, feet. That's, that's really if, if he's the one who falls down the pit, then we'll need another one to get him out. That's all.
1: All the cool kids have rope. Right. Do you have yeah. rope?
3: So, what I have down on our shopping list is antitoxin 150, medkit advanced 2700, cable line rope for Mo 5 credits. Anything else? No, it's 50 credits. 50, okay.
2: Well, no, it's 25.
4: It's 5 for every 10 feet. You know what? I say we'll get 100 feet. feet.
2: All right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Sounds good. Why great. not? All right. Sounds good. Moving on. Okay. So right, you can put that list. on Mo if you want um, because I've got room. Yeah. We, well, fine. the, med, uh, the there, med kit is the only thing that has okay. bulk. Is there anything else
3: that we need to shop?
4: Yes, there is. Who's paying for that? Food. Robo?
1: We need food. Need um food. Mo will Okay, pay. wait. One other thing is um, not that the GM should like. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, on, yeah, yeah. But you probably will want tents. Yeah, I know. I didn't even see that as a thing. Is that a uh, thing? E- Really? Even Mo? 231. Well, it's funny because I was just in Costa Rica in the rainforest. And I was thinking the whole time while I was there, I was like, man, this is going to be really good. Because now I know what it's actually like. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, after spending two weeks in the Costa Rican rainforest... It is a hundred times worse than you actually think it might be. I was like, I can't imagine what it'd be like going through this like without protective gear. It's terrible. So, yeah. Okay, tens are two
3: credits each, unless you have uh, unless you want something more advanced. And of course, Rusty does for fifty credits.
1: Oh, what would that be, Rusty? What's a mobile hotelier?
3: That would be where I'm staying now. You all don't <laughs> need that, and that's fine. Don't worry about it.
2: Uh, is that a layman's tiny hut for you?
3: <laughs> it's 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 fine. It's just very nice. Um, How many does it sleep? Sleeps one. Sadly, only
2: <laughs> I don't one. think so.
3: It's all it does. I don't sorry. think so. No, sorry, It doesn't fit anybody else.
1: Oh, it's basically got a. It uses charges and it has oh, like a battery that. that actually has like a little bit of like environmental control. Yeah, Double two person occupancy. You can
2: double the occupancy of the tent by doubling its price, though. Oh. Um not it,
3: not it. We're in a, in a backward planet. They don't sell those those two uh, person ones here. I think
4: we should get a six person one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you all can get something. I know what I'm getting. All right. I think I, I, no,
4: but I really think we should get a six person one and chip in fifty each. What's why not?
3: Um, um. We're gonna. Have I'm not sleeping with you.
2: Uh, I think it's safer to have. Well, first of all, we don't need to chip in 50 each. It's, we, at least, at least we're going to have it each two, two bunks. It's 25 each. Now
4: you can double the occupancy of the tent by doubling the price, triple it, yeah, tripling the price.
2: Yeah, but there, it starts out with two people. It, two people can go in the first right, one. So for a six person, it's triple.
3: Yeah. It's
2: 150.
3: It's right. So 150. Yep. Right. All right. Fine. Um, yeah. Why don't we actually just quadruple it, make it 200, and I'm going to take some space over
2: I on agree. the
4: side. I agree. That's fine. I like that. Yeah, yeah. that's
2: fine. That works for that's me. Good. And we ship in 50 each. The bulk for that will be probably, let's see, quadruple it. That'll be four bulk. We probably can't carry that. Ooh. In fact, yeah, yeah. I assume the bulk will be uh, doubled when you double the occupancy. I don't know. It doesn't say that, but I think that is a uh, reasonable...
3: I, I don't hear the negatives until I find out about them, John. That's the yeah, that's where Steve we're very different in this game. You decide I can't do it first, and I decide you can do it first. This is where we, we approach this game very differently.
4: Yeah, because it's, a tent is light, kind of, so it's just a little more material. It's a
3: matter of folding it over. It's made out of, you know, space-age polymers. Literally, space-age polymers.
2: That's true, and it's also the... Uh, the square rule like if you double the inside you know actually no yeah yeah that's Dub- just the doubling the volume house. will not double the the surface area that's right so, all right so uh, we'll need some is batteries.
1: At, uh i don't know if he's there i was all sort of listening i'm i'm actually just waiting for you guys to figure out what you want and yeah. then i'll chime so in. We, want, I, we want
2: i'm
3: writing up a list
1: yeah i just what i figured i figured bob will write up a list yeah and
3: okay um, anything else food. Our, give, give me food. Say the word yes. food and the amount of money.
1: <sighs> yeah. I it's think rations. One, it's rations. It's one credit per one week, but it's one bowl. Yeah. How long Boat are pickup? we gonna
2: be out there? Do you uh let's see, like, well, we'll probably get a week's worth. I think a week is all we need.
1: You'll oh, probably, oh. You probably you could ask, you can ask them.
2: Well, how would they who would we ask for that? Well, I mean, we're teleporting to the place. It's not so. There's no travel. Like I have no idea how long we'll be out there. True. Uh, assume a month.
1: The fort you're going to does have some basic supplies, so you right. will. It's sort of like the hotel gift shop. Like you're gonna have some things there, but pack animals. Uh, I don't know about that actually, but you'll have. Well, to we can
3: always use place. Wayless as our pack animal. That's fine. He's our Sherpa. That's true. If he's not going
1: to fight, he can, he, can, he can at least carry stuff. That's actually that actually is
0: true.
2: Uh, plus, some of our survival people can live off the land, and we are talking about a jungle, so there's plenty of food out there. One check for a single day. Are we worried about canteens and all that crap? I think rations include. Yeah, that water should be just pot. rations. Yeah. Well, uh, Bob, write down it's just a, a week. Yeah, I mean it's. No, no. Um, I'll do two weeks for all of us. That's eight people,
3: uh, which will come to um, thirteen credits. So that's fine.
2: Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, that's right. Waitlist will carry all this stuff. He's got the tent. He's got the food. He's got the. I don't need
4: rations. I already have one week, and I have the spindle, so I don't need it. Yeah, I got a
2: couple days of rations. Okay, I got it. Also, our suits, by the way, are, they're, they're airtight, if we ever need... I don't know if that means they're air-conditioned as well. Uh. Mine is.
1: Okay, so the way how that works, your suits will protect you from environmental conditions like extreme heat, extreme cold, for 24 hours per level of your suit. So, and you have to turn that on and off in one hour increments. So, if you're going somewhere you expect to be extremely hot, you will have to make fortitude saves every hour on the hour, and they continuously get harder. Otherwise, you do take heat damage. So, over... So, hot quarter...
3: climate, and environmental clothing.
1: Well, your, 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 your armor has environmental protection in it, but it'll only last the amount of days by the amount of levels it is until you can recharge it, and you can only okay. recharge it at, like, a starship or, like, a fort. There's no You can't carry It's not a battery you can carry with you. I am bringing
4: my still suit. Desert fashion, of course.
2: I don't think that's going to be good for the jungle, but go crazy.
4: All right, so we got the food. We got our 100-foot rope. We got our 8-person tent. All right, things you're not considering that you must consider now.
2: Got our medicine.
4: Got our medicine. How's your ammo looking? Don't need it. How are people's ammo looking? Uh,
1: I I can charge my batteries off my suit.
2: Yeah, I I, I don't carry ammo, so. Rusty, how's your ammo?
3: I have to check one second. I'm actually reading about the hot climate environmental clothing. It Actually, you can wear it under your armor, and it doubles the benefit of environmental outfits. How much is that? Only 10 credits per person. I am buying one of those. Yep. So we'll need four of those. What page is that on? Uh, It's in Hero Lab under Other Gear, but it's listed under Clothing. What's it called? Uh, Hot Climate. Well, Clothing, comma Hot Climate, Environmental. I'm reading the whole description here. Bulk L. So it's clothing that can be worn underneath your armor.
1: Oh, look at that. Environmental. Well, there's specific ones you have to get. There's like Cold, Dust Storm, Extreme Gravity, Heat... Um, radiation, zero gravity. Wow, that would have been come in handy. Hot climate. For you? Nah, you don't need hot climate. Why don't you just get extreme gravity? Yep. Wow, that's cheap. It's 10 credits. That's how much
4: cheap. We've bought four of those already.
1: Okay. Hot climate ones. It gives you a plus two circumf- uh, circumference circumstance. Uh, circumstance circumstance. I know. I'm looking at a uh, bonus to fortitude saves against environmental heat dangers. Well, you are going into a hot jungle, so.
3: Yep, and I get new clothing. I basically I get my uh, my cool looking uh, safari outfit. I'm very happy. How about how about ammo, ammunition? Yep, yeah, I'm looking now. Uh, I need ammo. I'm gonna. I'm
4: thinking about buying an ultra high capacity battery. That is hundred oh. charges.
3: Actually, I have an arc pistol and a laser pistol. I I'm do a need those. a couple of ammos. Four
2: hundred and forty-five uh, credit. <laughs> we have so many batteries, though, don't we? Do we? I only have five on my credit on my sheet. Yeah, that's that's a ton. That's a hundred. That's less than hundred shots. Right? Yeah. Well, still, that. I mean, like a battle, you'll do five shots. I guess we're not on a spaceship, so we can't recharge. So. Right.
3: That's a problem. All right. I will get one refill of uh, ammo for 40 credits a small arm rounds
2: i think we're almost done right i believe yeah. so i'm out of money so yeah
3: batteries oh god we have a bunch of batteries right do we we did at one point you have a lot.
1: yeah you have a fair number it's on your character what do you want to know i only have five
3: but what do i have none long? listed on mine that's why
1: i have only two oh. on mine i've got two batteries but i have the i have the little charger thing I mean, oh you I can the go the through everyone right. do you want to go through everyone real quick
3: Just batteries,
1: batteries, yeah. Yeah, batteries. Rusty has two, but they're loaded, so you have no extras.
3: Ah, that's why. Okay.
1: Tuttle has one loaded and one extra. Mo has two loaded and one extra. Loaded means it's in your guns or your armor or whatever. And Mm -hmm. Hiroji has three loaded and two extra. So five. Three being used.
4: (laughs) Yeah, to me, that seems like it's not enough.
2: You want to get one of those Uber batteries and just put it in the party kitty? No, I, <laughs> want put, I want to put it in my gun. <laughs> hey,
4: there's high ultra. capacity batteries that have forty charges. So there's one that has a hundred charges. That's oh, really? Holy oh, yeah. golly! Really. That's an ultra high capacity, and it's. Oh, um, how much is the high? Actually, like three hundred something. So it's like so much worth it more to get the ultra. Yeah. But I'm just going to buy it for myself out of my own money. All right. And that'll leave me with some extra batteries if anyone else needs them, so...
3: Alright, that, yeah. I'm subtotaling. Yeah, everyone's ammo and batteries is on their own. I I lost the page where the batteries are. God
1: damn it. I guess when the Goblins upgraded Cheddar, I no longer have weapons that use bullets. I hadn't really thought about that, but I guess that's true.
3: Alright, Steve, I'm putting up what we bought in... uh, Well, actually, I'll put it in general.
1: For Mo, that
3: leaves him with a whopping 8 credits. (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's where are, I usually have.
4: What yep. did you deduct from me?
3: Well, it's 800 for everyone. I just put up the list. It's But then you
1: got to do your ammo yourself.
3: You got to do your ammo yourself. Wait, 800 each? It's on the screen. Read the screen.
1: 799.5 each.
3: And we're all tipping the guy in the store a half a credit. 800 each. 800 each.
4: Yeah, but Bob, oh my God. <sighs> you, you're, huh? doing, you're doing the math wrong, though. We got 2,500 that we t- no that Steve was, that
1: was us in the chart. That was in the Excel sheet. The read the line right already. above read, my numbers. Read what I wrote right underneath the Excel document
3: and right above my numbers. I don't do numbers wrong. Oh.
1: That included the twenty five hundred. Oh, okay. Well, that's
4: odd. You did that way. Okay.
1: Well, I, yeah, I gave you the most it. up-to-date. It's not odd. I was going right, to be happy. Right,
4: that's fine. It's a 134563. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you gave me a number before, and then it's like, oh. There's... Well, that was before okay.
1: you got the money. I thought you'd be happy. Do you want me to take the money away? <laughs> no. I want it all to go to me. I'll just kill everyone else in your party, and you will have it all. Can you not give him ideas? He, he'd lose. All Can
4: right, roll so. Two. Okay. And you tip the guy half a credit.
3: It's seven ninety nine point five. I don't deal with spiddling small change. You don't deal with pennies? I do not deal with pennies, no.
1: It's the take a credit, leave a credit jar that they put on the cash register.
3: Exactly. And Steve, in addition to that, I spent 40 credits on ammo for my, uh, my normal pistol. But that's it. Okay. I'm done. Just write
1: it out because yeah. I'm actually doing something. And uh, I'm not going to do this now because it's going to take way too long. So we'll just assume this is on your sheets, and I'll do it um, tomorrow or something. I'll do it in between. And, seconds. Chris, if, you have an, if you're saying you have an extra battery, I'll buy one of your extra batteries off of you. No, you can have it. I, I, yeah, okay. I, I give right. you a battery. Because I wouldn't um, mind having one extra battery.
4: I'll give you a battery. I'm going to buy for 445 credits the ultra-high one, which is 100 capacity. And I'm gonna, so I take the one out of my gun and give it to Tuttle and I put the new yeah, one. Yeah,
2: I think when I get some money, I think I'll do something like that. But I mean, that's awesome. I mean, for yeah, we can 100 charges, swap, swap batteries in the field as needed.
1: Well, it's good for something like a um, an armor, a power armor, or like a weapon. You know the problem is is you can't really easily. I guess you could switch it from gun to gun if you really wanted to. I guess it's not that big.
4: Well, game. I plan to use my new gun to, always, so it's going to have a hundred charges. That's and it takes two. I think it takes two charges per shot for this new. Really, gun.
1: I think so. That sounds not like not a lot. No. Well, also do keep in mind, and that is going to come in handy. That Tuttle is a walking hamster wheel, so he can charge your batteries
4: that is cool is it oh, doesn't yeah. it does it take power away from his suit that he could be using for you? Yeah, no, no
1: it's like powered by my walking so oh, that's awesome it's, yeah it's kind of slow it t- i think it's like uh was it like a minute per charge or something so it's not something you can do in combat yeah it's pretty fast like you could definitely charge up everyone's batteries just wow. walking
2: around yeah, Chris you that's probably hard. don't need to spend that on that battery then just unless you want well that
4: I, piece I like of it mind. I like it so that I don't have to reload in combat ever pretty much. Yeah. All right, so with most pretty much the last of my remaining, I'm going to buy that for 445. I'm going to buy
3: three fragmentation grenades and I'm done.
2: The only, only three fragmentation grenades. Wow. Yeah. That's um, all I could afford. <laughs> I wanted more.
3: Actually, this is for all of us. The only things I'm adding on my list are rations and ammo cuz I will probably not be able to carry anything except sorry, clothing, hot climate. That's what
2: waylist is for.
3: Yep. So I'm saying any of you who are carrying these items would just bought, let's divvy that out.
2: How much does the med kit weigh? I'll repeat myself. That's no. what weightless is for. He's he's not he's not oh, get, yeah. carrying no, any I armor. Don't. All that right. stuff he carries, he's our porter.
3: Oh, he's our porter. I know
2: that. Do we want to buy him a backpack? No. Uh, I have eight credits, so no. Uh let me I think, think about it. That on one.
3: You know what? I, I'll buy him one. I'm going to buy him a backpack. In fact, I'm going to buy him a nice industrial backpack.
4: Is it a? Lo- it's on
3: loan though. Well, yeah, I'm getting it back at the end of this. But
2: right now, I'm giving it to him as a gift.
3: At the end of the encounter, I'll tell him that now I need it back.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, dude, it doesn't have any resale value. Yeah, right. And I'm done with my purchases. Yeah, my gun uses two two charges per pull of the trigger. That's annoying. Some of the better weapons use four. Yeah, I'm surprised it's only
4: two. Yellow Star Plasma Pistol uses eight. But it does good
1: damage. What does arc
4: two mean?
1: Arc two is good. Arc two means when it crits, it hits more than one creature. Oh, that's cool. It arcs onto two, I believe. My
4: weapon has a stun setting that will never be used.
1: (laughs) I'm ready. You guys ready? I spent all my credits. Okay. Is anyone else buying anything? I'm going to hold on to my last 170 or whatever credits. I'm holding
2: on to my eight credits. (laughs)
1: Hey everyone, Steve here. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode. I was always thinking of cutting the shopping episodes, but the last one everyone seemed to really, really love so i put this one into as well and i kept it it actually is pretty fascinating because they need to shop going to a place where they absolutely positively know that there will be nothing that they can buy once they get there so they really have to prepare because if they don't have what they need they are in trouble so i thought i would keep it in to see how they prepare to go on a very long trip and i thought some of their decisions were pretty fascinating especially after the last encounter with poison and disease, they realize that Starfinder is not fooling around and they really have to prepare this time. In addition, that stitch spider that Jason Keeley wrote just for us, I have to say that thing is fantastic. We've already used it several times because, as you guys probably know, we film a couple of episodes ahead, and this is really great. I think it's very well balanced. They've been using it quite a bit, and if you want it, you can go on Discord, and you can find it on the Discord channel. After every episode, I post images and notes from each show on the Discord, and you can go there and actually download the Stitch Spider and use it in your campaign. It's kind of a messed up wand. I wonder if it might even show up in Armory. I mean, he said he just wrote it just for us. But right now, one of the big downsides of Starfinder is there's no wands or wand-like devices. And the Stitch Spider is basically a wand. It's awesome. And the nice thing I like about it is you can't use it in combat. It can only be used out of combat. So it's not broken in any way. Definitely check it out. So GM tip is how to keep your game going. After I met with the Order of the Amber Die, I was talking to them. They've been playing since 1987, and we've been playing since, well, the 70s. So we have been playing together on and off together for a long, long time. And it got me thinking is, how do we do that? Because even I will say that every so often we sort of start and then we stop and then we start up again. And I know a lot of people, it's the same story you hear over and over again. It's like, oh, yeah. We were playing, and then we stopped playing, and I kind of miss it. I wish we kept playing. So how do we do it? Well, a few things. First of all, we have a dedicated schedule where we will play every week, and we try to play once a week. The other thing is, after every session is over, we make sure that we book the next session. We never, ever, ever leave a game table without booking our next session that right there if you're only gonna get one thing out of this is do that because if you don't do that you can go very quickly into oh i thought we were gonna play next week now i have plans and then two weeks go by then three weeks and four weeks and before you know you're not playing anymore but make sure you dedicate time and effort at the end of every session i know you're always tired but you sit down and people might not have their schedules we sit down and we make sure that we book next week's session and then i put it on facebook i make sure it sends out to everybody and obviously you don't have to use facebook but i would suggest that you use some program that keeps track of schedules that then sends reminders out to everybody so that's how we do it we always make sure that we never go without having every session booked ahead of time as for in between sessions We also do little things like we have chat sessions, we use Facebook Messenger where we all talk to one another, you can use Discord, Um, you know, you can use anything really. But we make sure that we're always chatting with each other, talking about the characters, talking about the campaign. And as the GM, you kind of have to sort of lead that, in my opinion, and try to keep people engaged. And if people are engaged, they're going to want to play. But, you know, if you just sit there and you hope that everyone's going to talk, because quite frankly, when we're in between sessions, a lot of us talk a lot. But Chris, for example, he's on the road a lot, so he can't chat as much in between games. So he's sort of very quiet between sessions. But the rest of us are pretty active and we'll be chatting all the time. So that's something else, is that you got to kind of keep it going in between the sessions as well. Something else you can do, I haven't done this as much, but some people do it, is you could send out a weekly overview of what happened. You could send out the loot they found that week. You can send out the experience, a recap. Anything to keep them going and engaged so that they see, oh, we're making progress, we're moving forward. But if you're just going to sit there and you're going to play and then you're going to say, okay, we'll play sometime next week. I'll tell you later when we're going to play. Well, I guarantee your game group is going to just fall apart. It's just going to happen because if you don't really have a plan and stick to that plan of how you want the game to move forward, then it will eventually stop one day. Now, even ourselves, we have stopped playing. Why? Well, things happen. One time, someone got very sick in our campaign, and he couldn't play for several months. I'm not going to say who, but someone couldn't play for about three or four months. So what did we do? Well, I didn't want us to lose momentum, but I wanted to keep playing, so we just started playing something else. We just started to play some society games, some smaller modules, things like that. We got someone else to join us, and we put together some new characters, and we just kept playing. You know, we play adventure paths, so when the person left for a while, we didn't want to keep going on the adventure path without him. So we just filled in the game, we continued playing, we just played some other stuff, and then when he was ready, we came back and we kept doing our regular campaign. So that's something else, is that if people can't make it, that doesn't mean you stop playing. That means you keep playing just without that person, but don't make them feel left out. Make them feel like they're part of the you know party. Keep playing, but just change up the game. And then finally... In my case, I was playing a 4E game with some of my friends, and they wanted to keep playing the game, but I just couldn't make every session. So the GM at the time, this is one of the very rare times where I'm a player, he came up with this genius idea of where I was playing a sorcerer and I was kind of lost in between time and space, and I would just randomly teleport in and out of existence. And he kind of tied into my character. So whenever I missed a session, he just ruled, oh yeah, he just disappeared. And then when I came back, I just reappeared and they caught me back up. So it didn't break up the story at all. It was actually part of the story, and in the end, it actually was part of my character and what they did Developed and turned into it actually was pretty cool it turned out i was like a handmaiden of Loth, and i was like her second command but you know i'm talking a little bit too much about my character but it was really really cool anyhow That is a great way to sort of keep someone in a game who can appear in every game. I'm not a big fan of having somebody else play your character. Some people do that. I don't really like that. I just kind of write it into the story that that person's character just couldn't make it that week. Maybe they had a death in the family. Maybe they had to go on a side adventure, swept away into some grand adventure somewhere. But I'd much rather you write that into the game itself. Anyhow... Hopefully that gives you some tips on how to keep your game going. Again, it's work. It's just not going to happen automatically. If you don't actively try to keep the game going and keep everyone engaged, it's just going to fade out. Next, we have the PaizoCon contest. Once again, giving out a free trip to PaizoCon. Everyone's listening to this probably knows this. And every week I ask a new question, a few caveats. You have to be 18 or older. You have to live in the continental U.S. And you have to get all these questions right When I ask you what to do, which will be next week, you'll submit all the questions for the last four or five episodes. At the end of every episode, I ask a question. You get them all right, you'll put into the drawing, and then someone will randomly win. So with that, this week's question is, How many credits did Mo have left after they were done shopping? That's this week's question. Also, I want to say a note about last week's question. It might have been a little confusing because it's a little hard to tell what everyone's roles were. So just a clarification. All I need you to do is tell me what the roles were for Bob rob and jason and their intimidate checks i don't need to know who rolled what but there's one part where i very clearly state all three roles and that's all i need to know so if i was a little confusing last week i apologize but now you've been explained to how this should work and when it comes to preparing and sending in your answers you'll know how to do it again next week we're going to actually give instructions on how you can enter, and then by the end of the month, we will have a winner. Also this week, we have the $100 Amazon Gift Card Contest. Once again, please review the show on iTunes, Facebook, or Stitcher. All you now have to do is submit a review. That's it. Submit a review. You write us a contest at rollforcombat.com, and you're entered. That's, that's it. Really, really simple. So if you like the show, please review us. Please put something out there. I know there's a lot of people who haven't entered because there's way, way more people who listen to the show on a regular basis that have entered this contest. And trust me, uh, you can win. There's a very good chance you can win. That's what everyone who wins keeps saying. They can't believe they won. Well, all you have to do is put in an email. It takes you five seconds. This week, the winner is Septimus. Septimus who put in a review on Stitcher. All you have to do is contact me. You can just go into Discord and contact me. It's just discord.rollforcombat.com or you can write me at contest at rollforcombat.com. Send me your email address and I will send you your Amazon gift card. Congratulations. And don't forget next week, we have the interview with the Order of the Amber Die. I think you guys are going to really enjoy this. There's some fun group of guys. I also have a ton of pictures from their secret lair, and man, I love their house. It's funny, their house looks like, I don't know, looks like D&D and Pathfinder exploded and just decorated the house. It's great. Don't forget, check out the Stitch Spider on Discord. And if you just want to play some Starfinder Society, we're starting up some new games. Again, just go to discord.rollforcombat.com Check it out Don't forget check us out And follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube You name it, we're on it Check us out Follow us You'll know what's going on Subscribe to the podcast, please iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever else you use YouTube A lot of people seem to be subscribing to us on YouTube Which is awesome And with that
0: been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember Hiroji's motto, Why am I even wearing armor?